Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. What an absolutely insane game yesterday. Uh, cannot believe it. The Wild beat the Canucks 10-7 to after scoring seven goals in the third period. It was just one after the other. The hats were flying. Eric Sinek and Kaprizov with hat tricks. Joining us now on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline is Jordan Leopold. Good morning, Jordan. Thank you so much for joining us. That game was totally have you insane. Have you seen anything like that? Well, I thought football season was over. But <laughs> you see scores like that, and it's like, what just happened? Um, I and I didn't watch the game personally, but I mean, I saw the box score and saw some write ups on it. But when you look at it, and you have three different guys get hat tricks, and you're the third star, and you get a hat trick, that just tells you how out of out of control the game was. It really was. And when you look at a team like uh, the Vancouver Canucks with Brock Besser, Minnesotan Brock Besser, they're a good team. And for the Wild to come back with seven goals that way, that was an utter collapse by the Canucks. And and the, the five-on-threes that we had were incredible. Yeah, I mean, you look at it, uh, yeah, Besser's having a good year. Quinn Hughes, another guy. Um, and then I'm listening to it on the radio, and I keep hearing the Suter name, and I'm going, did, did Suter get traded the – uh, Vancouver, but they have a forward named Suter, so it just threw me off. <laughs> um, so I was just kind of giggling with my buddy in the garage when we were working on some stuff. But uh, yeah, you look at it, Vancouver's been on fire. You know, the Wild are they're trying to sneak their way in the playoffs through the back door with with wild card position. Uh, it'd be interesting in a few weeks to see what happens. Uh, you know, if buyers, sellers, uh, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, I, I think the biggest name out there is probably Flurry to see what he he ends up doing at the deadline. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens because he he's been he's been saying he doesn't want to be traded if the Wild are in contention. You know, could possibly go into the playoffs. But and you look at the way Gustafson played yesterday, you can't blame those first two periods on him. But he let in some softies, and the, with the way he's been playing, would it be something that Billy Guerin would want to do is to to trade Flurry? when Gustafson isn't, you know, totally as strong as you want him to be. Well, and you got to look at the history, too. Garrett and, and Flower, they have a relationship. They played together, won, won a couple cups. Um, you know, so I, I don't think Billy would end up doing something without consulting with uh, with Flurry. I mean, his future Hall of Famer, you're not going to disrespect him that way. But um, the way the way the game is played now is you have goalie tandems. You don't necessarily have a, a go-to guy. I mean, that's kind of uh, the old way of thinking. There's still half the teams out there that think that way, but it's more more of a 1A, a 1B. You know, who's going to be your 1A, who's going to be your 1B? You don't really know that until playoff time. Um, 
and and come to it. You know, you look at Flower, the success he's had. Um, personally, I keep him just because he's a great locker room guy. Um, you know, he's think uh, he can give you a little little punch if needed, um, and maybe he ends up being your starter. I mean, it's happened to him in the playoffs in the past, and and I know him from playing with him. Uh, I don't think he really wants to move. He likes Minnesota and he'd probably love to stay here and maybe ride out the rest of his career here. And fans sure love him. That is the case. 843, we're talking to Jordan Leopold. What is going on with the Gopher men's hockey team? My goodness. Uh, they uh, lost a game to Notre Dame and then won in overtime with that Snuggerud snipe. But the, it, it's a big concern. You know, they were so dominant in past years winning the Big Ten. That's not happening this year. And they've got a break this weekend in the big series next weekend against Michigan. What do you think is the, is the deal with the Gophers now? Well, you, you look at the history there, and you, you mentioned it. Um, you know, the players that they lost last year, last year was probably their greatest chance to win a national championship in uh, 20-some years. You know, the, the Brock Faber losing him, I mean, you see what he's doing with the Wild. Um, that's a huge loss. Lacombe is a huge loss on the back end. you got Cooley on the front end, Nyes. Um, a lot of their scoring uh, disappeared. Their defensemen, higher-end defensemen, uh, took off, and it's. I wouldn't say it's a rebuild by any means. I mean, they were they were ranked number one in the nation to start the season. So you got a bullseye on your back right then and there. Uh, but I just don't think they have the depth that they've had in the past. Um, and of course, Snuggy Snipes he's still doing his thing. So we just uh, <laughs> leave leave him alone and let him do his thing. Uh, but to get those second, third line scoring, uh, that's going to be the difference come down the stretch here. You know they. They end up uh, finding themselves middle of the pack, and uh, that's where we're at. And you're fighting to stay alive and get an NCAA. So they got a tough challenge ahead of them uh, in a couple weeks here. Uh, it's a great time of year for youth hockey. We've got district playoffs going on right now, and we've got the for high school. We've got the girls high school hockey tournament uh, this week. Class A banquet tonight. Class 2A tomorrow. What do you think of the structure with Andover in it for the girls' tourney? How do you think of the the way it's seated? I know there was some talk. We were talking to Steve Thompson in the last hour about Maple Grove playing Minnetonka. People were complaining about that. Well, I mean, I, I can see it because you see these teams playing each other a lot. I mean, I, I hail up in Andover now. So, um, of course, I have some bias watching our Andover girls, and I'm coaching with the boys here up in Andover. But, um, you know, we've had had a lot of success in the past past few years. Very fortunate for that. And, uh, yeah, you look at seedings and, you know, the powerhouses go after each other. And and there's an old saying, like, if you're going to be the best, you got to beat the best. So, I mean, seedings, whatever they may be, you want to be a champion, you got to beat those those good teams night in, night out. And, um, you know, girls hockey, it's not as uh, deep as maybe boys hockey, uh, but when you get to the state tournament, you're you're seeing the, the top of the top, and that's that's what it's really all about. How is your Andover boys team? Uh, we're doing okay. We're we're finding our way. We're kind of like the Wild, you know. We're we're in and out at times. Uh, we have our first section game today against uh, Duluth Marshall. Um, so we're excited for that and just uh, seeing if the boys are ready for the challenge. You know, it's it's funny being on the other side of it, being a coach. It, I mean, I see the game a little bit differently than the kids because I've had a lot of experience. Uh, but it's it's been fun. It's been humbling for myself, and uh, really enjoy it. Are your kids all playing? Uh, I got three of my five kids are playing. I got two adult kids that don't play, uh, never did, because I traveled too much when I played hockey. Uh, they never got ingrained in it. But my other three kids, yeah, we're juggling four hockey schedules with me coaching at high school level. And it's <laughs> it's been a crazy a crazy winter, but a couple kids are eliminated right now. I only got one still going, and 
then then as all the parents know um that have kids playing hockey summer hockey starts and it gets busy again <laughs> i have no idea how you juggle all that we had one hockey player and it was hard enough i just miss those days though you enjoy it oh i i am i'm just glad i live here in minnesota where everything is close and convenient and i'm not traveling all over the united states <laughs> it is good stuff jordan it's always great to talk to you thanks so much for joining us all right thanks for Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.